Good morning. Good morning. This is Binyam on the Bin Chechnin Podcast. Today is August the 5th, 2021. You are listening to episode 25 on the Bin Chechnin Podcast. Today, we are answering the question, are you as confident as you'd like? And how can you improve your self-confidence? Looking forward to getting into this episode today on the Finn Checkman Podcast. Thank you for joining in. I'm seeing friends coming in on the YouTube live stream, the Instagram live stream, and the TikTok live stream. So those are the three platforms I am live streaming on. I'm also currently um, recording as well on Spotify. And so that's where you can find episodes of the Ben Checkman Podcast. The Ben Checkman Podcast exists for three reasons. The following three reasons are one, two, grow in self-awareness of ourselves. That's a really helpful thing. I want to do better at that, and I want to invite you to do that with me. We do that by asking me self-reflective questions. Secondly, to learn to be kind to ourselves. This is something that we don't do very well, and I think in general. Even myself, I'm continuing to work at this discipline, but it's a really important one. And then finally, it's also to maximize our happiness. Because happiness is a fun place to be, but it's not to say to the exclusion of all the other emotions. It is to say, in addition to all the other uh, emotions, we want to experience what this looks like. So, those are the three aims of why we spend time doing what we do here on the Ben Checking In podcast. So, I'm thrilled to have you join in with us today. I see you guys coming in. It's fantastic to see you all. Glad to see Reese. Hello, um, Lucas and Ollie. I see you all there. Uh, Dara, nice to see you again. It's been a while. Glad to have you back. Hello, Frank. Thanks for joining in on the Ben Checking In Podcast. Again, today we are answering the question, are you as confident as you would like and how can you improve your self-confidence? This is one of those questions that helps us reflect on what personal growth for us looks like because we're all about growing, especially growing in self-awareness. So let's dive in today on this episode of the Ben Shekinen Podcast. I spend the first few moments usually just um, assessing the question, seeing the merits of why we should be considering this question. What are some, hmm, why is doing that together? By all, feel free to share some. Um, I would love to. Things. Confidence. We have different assessments or ideas of what confidence looks like. For some of us, confidence may look like uh, having guts, not caring what anyone feels or thinks about what we say or do. That may be some of our assessments or perceptions of what confidence looks like. For others, confidence might be a little bit more downplayed. It might be that you don't have to make a big scene, but you can be self-assured of of where you're coming from, where you're going, what you're about. That can be the sense of confidence for some. Um, to tell you the truth, I haven't even checked beforehand uh, what the pro- a proper definition of confidence looks like. But at the very heart of it, it seems like to have this air about you, this sense about you, whereby you are in your power in some sense, where you are able to navigate and um, communicate and express from your vantage point without fear or a reference of others' perspectives. Confidence is one of those things we think and say, hmm, 
it would be nice to have that. <laughs> It'd be nice to experience that because it seems so elusive. And I think it seems so elusive because when we live in community, one of the ways we've grown up for most of us is to be in reference to others and thinking and saying, hey, what does it look like for me to operate from a vantage point where I'm accepted by others, where I am not um, judged by others, where I'm not going to stick out like a sore thumb? What would it look like for me to fit in? So most of us have been brought up in this context where we've just been brought up to to sort of be like everyone else around us and to not rock the boat. And that is, um, I think there are elements there that are okay and appropriate, but then there's also expressions of that in which I feel are unhelpful. And those elements that I don't feel are as helpful in reference to confidence in our pursuit of trying to experience what confidence looks like is what does it look like for us to be able to fully feel that sense that we can express whatever's on our mind and our hearts and not fear what people are going to say or think about us because we thought that. That's uh, something of um, uh, the gist when I think of what confidence for me looks like. What does it look like for me to navigate in this world from a reference point where I'm the one who is the primary uh, influence in being able to express whatever I need to. And why this is important for me is for the longest time, I didn't live in that zone. And so I'm going to get to that in a little bit when I express some of what goes into this consideration of what confidence looks like for me. Even as I answer, are you as confident as you would like to be? So confidence in short, I would say, is that sense of being able to express with self-assurance one's perspectives, thoughts, beliefs, ideas, etc. That's what I'm thinking of in reference to this confidence piece. Um, are you as confident as you would like? This seems to imply that there are different levels of confidence that people come to the table with. Some people may have like a feeling they have no confidence at all. They're like very much dependent on other people's um, ideas, perspectives, assessments, um, thoughts, uh, convictions. So that might be where some people are at. Others might be like, really full of confidence to the point that even those who perceive them are like, that person is a little overconfident. <laughs> I was thinking about an example when I, I said that. Um, I love mountain biking. I love biking in general, really. And as I was biking, um, I'm always on the lookout. When I, whenever I'm biking, I'm always on the lookout on the road for, are there any other bikers? Because I feel a little bit of competitive, competitive edge. And so I, I always want to compare my skill in cycling to others on the road and so i'll see can i catch up to that person can i um make it seem effortless as i pass them by and i you know totally school them and this is about a few years ago now biking race i've been but i was tears for this bike. Uh, this biking course probably signing up for the top I went right on to your question in just a second and then signing up for the advance that's like i handle myself each other because this is a tight community and here's the new guy who just rolls up with the advanced team and they're like who is this guy does he have what it takes and i felt pretty confident still and as soon as uh, the race started we were off i was able to keep up with the leading crew for the first i don't know kilometer or so before the hills started coming and then that's when i started having trouble and I started having trouble because I was struggling to keep up with them. Why? Because as they were going up the hill, they were just going, they were just really pushing it. And I was like, oh man. And as they were doing so, 
Oh my goodness. Oh, I was just hanging on. And then we hit the technical section. For, the, for you who do not know, the technical section is this part of the course where it's almost like an obstacle course. It's like muddy. It's wet. It's slippery. There's logs all over, all over the place. There's sharp turns, steep inclines. And so you're doing this as fast as you can. And these guys were like gone. And I was trying to do it. Let me tell you, every time I hit that technical section, I just my, my bike went from one end to the other, and I just kept flipping over and over and over, and that's what happened there. And needless to say, I didn't finish the race. <laughs> I tried, I did not finish the race, and it was very humbling, extremely humbling, because I knew I'd bitten off way more than that I can chew. I was overconfident. I came with a huge sense of confidence and left with none. <laughs> Oh, it was a very good training uh, experience for me. Came in and asks, um, hey, by the way, Redskins, uh, any advice on how to balance work and social life? Oh, um, mm, mm, mm. <sighs> let me think about that for a moment, Came in. That's a really good question. Really great question. Let me get back to it, my, my dear friend, Came in, because that's a really good question that I like to think through as I continue to reflect on some of my other thoughts. So, confidence. Some of us have a lot more of it. Others do not have as much. Some have an over-exaggerated amount of confidence where they feel they're really able to handle whatever it is that they're taking on in a sense that they may do what I did and that's bite off more than you can chew. Others may have less confidence than they think they're bringing to the table. And I think in those um, scenarios and contexts, mm, they could probably be encouraged to step up because they have what it takes, but they just don't feel like they have it, right? It might be in the context of relationships. It might be in the context of some activity or at the workplace, perhaps. They they have the competence, but they don't have the confidence. They have the competence, which means they're able to do whatever it is in front of them, but they don't have the confidence, which says, I'm going to go for this, you know? And so there's those different levels. And that's what I see in this question when it says, are you as confident as you would like to be? This is more a subjective question than saying, hey, where are you at with reference point of your um, level of confidence that you're coming with? Are you happy with it? Are you content? Or would you like to see more? Are you in that zone where you're like, man, I feel like I'm faltering. I feel like I'm like um, spinning my wheels and I'd like to have more confidence. What does that look like for you? And then I love also the, uh, the second part of the question, which asks, how can you improve your self-confidence? And this implies that we are still in an area of growth in this uh, in this realm of considering what our confidence looks like. Why is that? Because as we go forward in life, as we go forward in life, I think there's that element where we want to become better versions of ourselves. We want to become more competent at doing this thing called life. Life is really complicated and um, confusing sometimes. And sometimes we're like, you know, spinning our wheels trying to figure out, oh man, I thought I knew how to do this, but now I don't know if I do. And I know in my own reference point, I recently come up with an area that I'm like, oh, I didn't see this on the radar. And this for me is significant because it kind of gets me at the very core of my identity. And so I'll share a little bit about how I struggle with my self-confidence as I answer this question. But the confidence that's seeing as your collectivity, like sportfulness that enables you to one of those questions, really depends on the person we make space. You should have that much confidence with yourself. Whereas can you to improve in this? I am a difficulty you're part of this moving forward. This is where we want to grow in. I'm just, let me dive into mission two. I'm in a season of life right now where I'm so grateful for. I feel like I have a really strong sense of, or degree of confidence that really enables me. It really enables me to... 
to be able to engage my world around me, the people I'm interacting with and, and intra- communicating with, it gives me the sense of equality. My sense of confidence enables me to step up and say, hey, how's it going? For example, I was talking to my sister last night. We were hanging out together because we are considering moving in together, and uh, we were looking at some places. And we had a really interesting conversation. And part of that conversation was with reference to beautiful people, beautiful um, people. She asked me a question. She said, hey, these new shows, these reality shows where they have um, relationships at the very heart of it, you know, they'll stick a whole bunch of really attractive guys and girls on the same island and see what happens as they bring in some dynamics. Like you can't have any, you know, sort of um, um, intimate and intimacy expressed or whatever and so they just want to see how long they can last or or, or who's going to hook up with who or that kind of stuff and as i considered as i considered their um uh the idea that my sister was uh, asking and the question she was asking was would you be willing to be part of these shows if they ever asked you I said hell yes and why for me because i feel the sense of confidence that i don't lose my tongue or my mind or my thought process when i'm interacting with someone really gorgeous or attractive once upon a time i used to but now my sense of self-confidence says hey you're gorgeous but that's about it let's find out about your personality what does that look like and how can we engage in this level of equality yes you may be gorgeous but you're just as equal with me a, a, a human being as i am um and we're still trying to figure out what this life looks like together and we're going to make a, a really good go of that and so i feel that this sense of confidence has enabled me to be able to do what i do with people and that is i love connecting with people in meaningful ways i love connecting with them and asking the questions that others would be saying i would never dare to ask that question does that make sense that's how my sense of self-confidence evolves and expresses itself uh lucas says i'm confident in many aspects but lacking confidence in new things and probably relationships that totally makes sense that's a really good way lucas of succinctly um describing what this looks like um and i think i'd I'd be the same way i'm growing in my confidence in so many things i can handle so many scenarios because i've walked through them i've practiced what that looks like and i've now been able to engage at that level right that's a really great point, Lucas. Uh, Lucas, or it came in. Let me get back to your question now. It says, any advice on how to balance work and social life? I think there's an element of confidence that even plays into this. Confidence in being able to say, here's how I'm going to portion my time. I'm going to give this much time for this because I value this as a priority. And I value this one here less than priority in the amount of time I'm going to give it. So as far as the balancing of work and social life, I think it's really important to be able to identify the parameters of how it serves you. When you do your work stuff, how much enjoyment do you have? How much does it deplete you energy-wise? Does it fill up your tank? Does it give you that sense of purpose? And how much time do you want to give to it? And then the balance is really important, like you're saying. That balance that enables you to say, hey, this amount of work with this amount of um, social life is what is my happy medium. And I think it's one of those things came in that depends on the individual from person to person how they're going to be able to apportion those times is really critical. So having a sense of confidence and being able to experiment and say, this definitely works. This does not work. How does this express itself this way? Those are some elements I would probably suggest um, came in that would really be helpful in you finding out how to be able to apportion those times together. So it might turn out that you really thrive off of 10 hours of work and two hours of social time. That might be your happy medium. Or it might be you would rather have sex. And so that's how I sort of process 
that element of balance. And I love how you're saying that word balance, because that's a really important part of that dynamic, isn't it, K-Man? That element of saying, what does this look like for me to be able to do just enough that serves me? So Lucas, uh, or sorry, K-Man, I would say explore, experiment what that looks like for yourself. Experiment especially um, by way of saying, hey, this is what is my happy medium here. And play with it for a couple of months and see what best serves you so you're feeling productive and also well-served socially. So no, uh, so that's what I would say, my man. Ian just got a job interview. Amazing. Another context in which many people are like, I wish I had confidence. I remember um, on one of my Uber rides, I was with this lady. Hey, you too, K-Man. Thanks for being in, in, in this uh, chat here. Um, I was going to say, uh, there's a woman that was driving at my Uber one time, and she was on her way to her job interview, and so she was feeling nervous. So I gave her some confidence, and the way I did that was just by reminding her a couple of things. And this might help you as well, my friend, Ian. If you're about to head in for your job interview and you're a little nervous about how you're going to do, what's the... Uh, what's the dynamic going to look like? Can I remind you something? You got this interview already because they've checked out your resume and they're already liking what they see. They want to get to know more of you. And so in getting to know more of you, you're walking into this setting where they have already given you a thumbs up already in what they've seen approved of you. Uh, it's their way of saying, we want to get to know you more. We want to understand you more. We want to see you more, how you operate. And so that's already like a this is a great thing. You already finished that. That's great. I would love to hear how it went, Ian. But for those of you who are in such a dynamic context where you're about to head off for an interview or some sort of assessment, remember, those individuals are just as equal as you to relieve our connect, right? And so confidence, that's the thing that you can or who you are, the thing that makes you the most attractive, I would argue. So a little bit of encouragement and boosting of confidence for some of you. Hello, my dear Matt. Um, I know I'm not sure if I recognize you, but glad to have you back. Thank you for being here again. I so appreciate you guys being here in this uh, conversation. But yes, let me answer my uh, question quickly here because time is running away on me, but I'm loving the engagements from you guys today. Are you as confident as you'd like to be? I would say, hell yes. I feel a sense of confidence. My strong area in life is interacting socially with people. I feel really um, confident. That's why I do so well in my Uber job. So as I engage in confidence there, what are the areas that I want to grow and improve in my self-confidence? Well, I would say that I'm, I, I, deal, I deal with people in a very competent way. I'm able to interact with them in this strong level of confidence where I, I'm like, no, I'm good enough. That's a fellow human being. That's what gives me my, my greatest sense of confidence is seeing as we are all equal and I want to engage them at that level and saying, I want to get to know you if you're uh, on the same page as well. And so that is really fantastic. The area of confidence that I've recently come to see that I struggle in still was an area that was hidden from me until about a year and a half ago when it finally all of a sudden came up and I was like, where did this come from? But here it is, and I got to deal with this. And yikes, I got some work to do on this front here. So in relation to that, thank you, my man, Lucas. I appreciate the love. In relation to um, that area of of confidence that I'm still experiencing some deficit in, it has to do with an area for me of rejection when I feel like I'm being rejected by those who are close to me. It may be unintentional. It may be things that I'm misinterpreting. But when I feel those evidences, I'm like, ah, it gets me like right in the deep spots here. And so I, I've realized that for many years, I've, I've engaged socially in a way where I don't have to be rejected in this painful way. 
And now that it's been brought to my attention again, I'm seeing it come up. I'm having to be a lot more uh, watchful of when its expression comes into being and how I want to respond to that expression saying, no, I don't want to be a part of that, that sense of, and especially by way. And as I see come to, I'm going to marry that I'm like, oh, I can get better. Kind two can for just a couple of can um, help support me financially as well. I would love for you uh, to be part of what I'm doing. So thank you for that kind question, and I'll let you know in just a second. So confidence, what a topic today. Some of us have tons of it, others do not. Some perceive others to have lots of it, when those very individuals whom they perceive have lots of it are really struggling in it because we sometimes give, actually we often give our strongest, most confident front when inside we're really, really feeling I want more confidence and so this is one of those subjective things the question today does not relate to how you think others have their confidence it relates to how you have your confidence where are you at as you assess your confidence level are you at a satisfactory um, um, level of um, confidence where you're content with it or do you desire more confidence and um, and when you're thinking about how you're evolving and growing as an individual human being. What does that look like for you to grow in confidence? I think it's a really important thing that we don't stay stagnant, but we continue to increase in our amount of confidence because we're getting better at this thing called life. We're getting better at the way we communicate with one another. We're getting better at the way we are giving ourselves away in vulnerability, in judicious ways. These are all elements, I think, that really help in confidence. Love this conversation today. This is a really good, a really good one, um, a really important one, I believe, because it gives us that element of understanding. How do we grow in our ability to be aware of ourselves and how we're engaged in this world? This is, I think, why I love what I'm doing with this podcast. This podcast is really meaningful and important for me because in this podcast, we're able to give each other a gift. We're able to give each other a gift of um, attention. We're able to give each other a gift of uh, affirmation. We're able to give each other the gift of recognition that our existence does matter. That the way we're wired is totally legitimate. When I'm stuck, often says Corey, I often think, what would Billy do? That's really, really thoughtful. Thank you, Corey. I appreciate that. That's, I, I hope to inspire you guys. And so let me answer your question too, Kate. You're asking, well, where is this thing where I can donate money? Um, I've taken out my Patreon. I, I don't have the Patreon running, running at the moment. But what, what I do have is I've got my website, biniamastress.com, biniamastress.com. And on my website, I'm intentionally building a community. I want this to be a powerful expression of a community whereby we're able to encourage one another. We're able to inspire each other. We're able to collaborate with each other for our benefit and for our good. How do we do this? By the three things we're already doing on this podcast here. Listen, the reason I'm doing this podcast, the reason I'm building this community on my website is to grow in self-awareness. We want to grow aware of what's going on here so we know how to engage this beautiful world around us, this challenging world around us, this confusing world around us. I want to learn what it's like to also learn to be kind to ourselves. We don't do this very well. We're often really hard on ourselves. We're super nice to other people around us and gracious with them, but we're often super ruthless with ourselves and the way we rip ourselves apart. So what does it look like for us to be kind to ourselves? How can we learn to do that in community together? And finally, how can we maximize our happiness? 
I like being happy, but to get to your happiness, we got to deal with some stuff that is like neglected in our own sphere of um, reference points. So what does that look like? I want to do that in community. My website, 2K Chump, has a membership tier. I'd love to I invite you to join there and be a part of what I'm doing. I'm so excited about what that looks like as we go forward. I would love to have you guys join. If you haven't done that yet, do that today. Go check out my website, BeniamAssis.com. Check out the membership tier there. Sign up for one of those tiers. And let's start building into each other's life is really nice. I would love to. And I think that would be the Benny Masters. A few different tiers for me to say goodbye. It's stick one podcast. Do you know, right now we have a few listeners, a few handful of listeners. I value each and every one of you. And I'm going to remember you as the ones who came in in the very beginning. I'm going to remember your part that you were playing in engaging and um, participating. It's going to be fantastic as we continue to grow and as our membership community continues to grow too. But I would love to have you guys uh, continue to join in a more intentional and integrated way. I will definitely remember you, my, my dear friend, Corey, when I'm huge. <laughs> it means a lot that you guys are here. So I, I want to express my appreciation for you guys. Thank you. I really appreciate and adore you guys. I will see you guys. <laughs> the next to Gary B, only less aggressive, says Corey. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. I will see you guys uh, tomorrow's uh, web, uh, um, on tomorrow's podcast. Thanks for being here today. Bye for now.